Okay. Hello, I'm uh, John Gribben from Barts Cancer Institute in London. I'm also a past president of EHA. And what I'd like to do today is kind of update you a little bit on where we are with CAR T cells in uh, acute and chronic leukemias. So in acute lymphoblastic leukemia, we now have two products which are licensed and approved. We have tisogen, um, um, uh, tisogen leclusal for the treatment of pediatric ALL, including, of course, young adults up to the age of 25. We've also now got approval of brexacaptogen, um, which is approved now uh, on the, in the treatment of adult patients with, CL, uh, with ALL, that is, those over the age of 25. Now, we've got the longest experience of looking at the pediatric population, and that's where the most of the data uh, emerges. Um, we've seen that a persistent problem remains that when we treat patients with ALL with CD19 directed CAR, that a major mechanism of relapse is the emergence of acute leukemia that no longer expresses CD19. That is the selective pressure of T cells targeting CD19 allows the emergence of subclones of the leukemia that no longer express that target antigen as a major source of relapse. We've also seen in this patient population that persistence of the CAR-T is very important. That is that the CAR-T cells have to persist long-term to maintain these patients in remission. Now, the emergence of high rates of relapse occurring because of this uh, loss of CD19, as well as the need for persistence of T-cells, has led to this idea of using CAR T-cells in this refractory patient population as a bridge to going on to an allogeneic stem cell transplant. That is, although the CAR T-cells can be used at, with a curative intent, because uh, they may fail, we can use this to get these patients into a very low level of disease and then follow it up and consolidate with an allogeneic stem cell transplant. In the adult patients, we see that the toxicity profile might be slightly different. Some of this relates to the fact that adult patients with acute lymphoblastic leukemia are different than children, but some of it also relates to the co-stimulatory domain which is used in the product used in the adult patients where we're using a CD28 co-stimulatory domain as opposed to the 41BB domain that we're using in the children. So um, one of the issues in acute lymphoblastic leukemia that, that is difficult to kind of pull apart from the data is quite often now, particularly in the pediatric population, we are using CAR T cells followed by an allogeneic stem cell transplant as the two therapies together being thought of as one. So as you look at the outcome of the papers and you see the progression-free survival, it looks really good in terms of progression-free and overall survival in that pediatric population. But included within that data are, of course, the fact that many of these patients are going on to receive an allogeneic stem cell transplant and in many centres, it's an automatic process. We're not waiting for the patients to relapse before they transplant. We're using, if you like, the CAR T cells as a bridge to perform an allogeneic stem cell transplant. So you've got to look at the data very carefully within each of the published studies to try to pull out what's the potential impact of the CAR versus what's the potential impact of doing the two uh, approaches together. Now, naturally, if many centers are automatically doing an allogeneic stem cell transplant, that should tell you that it's likely that we're seeing a high probability of relapse, largely in acute lymphoblastic leukemia because of this loss of CD19. So uh, there are multiple ways in which this is being addressed. 
Again, not yet with a commercial product, but people are looking at what we call a uh, uh, dual targeting cars, usually in particularly looking at CD19 in combination with CD22. And the idea here is if we've got two cars targeting two different antigens, we're less likely to have uh, the blast cells emerge with the loss of one. And there's a whole variety of ways in which products are being looked at. There are newer products which are emerging, which target CD19, in quite, but do it in a slightly different way, which may be more effective over time, but we'll have to see the results of clinical trial of those products to be able to determine. So once again, remember, as you're looking at those papers, try to pull apart who are those patients who only had the CAR-T versus who are those who went on and it was used as a bridge to allogeneic stem cell transplant. So good news uh, for our patients with acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Where does that leave us in terms of other diseases? Well, in chronic lymphocytic leukemia, there's been a lot of work being done in trying to develop a CAR T-cell product, but there's no approved product yet. There have been some phase two clinical trials demonstrating efficacy in CAR T's in these patients. A major problem in CLL is that CLL itself induces very profound T-cell defects and that when we obtain the T-cells to try to make the CAR-Ts, this results in these CAR-Ts being less uh, able to kill the cells than we see when we're taking uh, uh, either healthy cells or we're taking T-cells from other patient populations. A major mechanism that's being investigated in clinical trials here is the addition of ibrutinib as a T-cell modulatory agent, which appears able to increase the efficacy of the T-cells to enable us to produce a better CAR T-cell product. And that's what's being investigated. And that's highly likely to be the product that leads to approval. That is a combination of a BTK inhibitor like ibrutinib in combination with the CAR-Ts. And just a final word on acute myeloid leukemia, where we've really struggled to find CAR, uh, CAR T cells working so far. A major problem here is that the antigens which are expressed on the AML blasts are also largely those which are expressed on the normal um, hematopoietic progenitors, such that when we use the CAR T cells to kill the leukemia, we also often result in aplasia. Mechanisms which are being investigated in clinical trials to overcome this are following up the, um, the CAR-Ts with an allogeneic stem cell transplant to repopulate the, uh, the myeloid progenitors from donor cells, or to potentially try to investigate novel targets that may be more highly expressed on the AML uh, blast cells and progenitors than they are on the normal cells. So no product available there yet, but lots of work um, happening. I hope you found this update useful in terms of thinking about where we are in this field. And of course, I'd refer you on to lots of the additional information we have with on the website to try to increase your educational knowledge in this field.